This is one of my favorite songs by Passion, a song that pulls your spirit in. A song I heard at Gateway Church. It was during their Easter service when they were playing this song. I had tears in my eyes, not because I was sad. I felt the spirit inside of me. This was the first time being at Gateway Church since my grandfather and Matt Hearn passed away. It was tough coming back after losing Matt Hearn. Our senior pastor, it was hard to move forward, but this song made it possible to move forward that you're not alone when you are grieving. This song inspired me to write the book about Gateway Church. All the memories I had through the years, this was a trip down memory lane and things I got to learn along the way. I had a lot of opportunities and I'm thankful for all the people who have supported me. You never forget the ones who were always there for you. Gateway Church, was more than a church to all of us. We were a family. We may get separated, but but we always have each other's backs. Orphan Child. My junior year of high school, I was sponsoring a child through Gateway Church. I know what it was like to be in an orphanage, waiting every single day, wondering if someone will adopt you. Will I have enough clothes and food to last me? Supporting this child, I wasn't doing it to look at me. I was doing it because I have been put in that position. You feel like no one cares about you. You feel like no one will ever love you. And all these people who have multiple homes, electronics, etc. They will never understand what it's like to be poor, to only have milk to eat. It's very rare if we ever have meat to eat. None of us complain about what we get because it's very rare chance it will happen to us. Not everything, not having two closets full of clothes, not having to worry about money each and every day. It's a rare gift and we don't have to worry being, in, being an orphan than given the life you always dreamed about and prayed about and you wouldn't waste one second. Cancer. There was a subtle girl I knew when I would help out with the children each Sunday. No one knew she had cancer. The following week, she passed away. I found out from the pastor. I was so upset. So after church, I went to the store and got a gift card. I didn't see the family for a while. I had our pastor give the card to the family, and the family loved the card. I did that out of respect. I understood what it was like to lose someone. Later on down the road, I decided to give half of the profits from my diaries and podcasts to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. After losing this child to cancer, I realized more could be done. After that day, I chose to help the patients with cancer. No parent or sibling should watch their loved ones suffer. None of us knew it then, but we were about to lose our senior pastor to cancer. There should be more awareness about cancer. I know it's a tough topic, but it can help someone who is struggling with it too. Set up. Every Saturday, Gateway Church was set up. Even during football games, we would set up. I felt like this brought us closer as a church. Setting up was one part that made you feel like you were part of the church. It was tough and a lot of work, but it was worth it. You got to know everyone around you. This was a a moving experience because you felt closer to the church. You felt closer to your purpose. You knew what you had to you knew what had to be done every Saturday, and you did it. There were no questions asked. It was never boring. We all told jokes, listened to music. We did anything to keep our focus on the main goal. The main goal was to have everything set up for the service 
the next morning. We did sound checks, checked all the equipment. It was cool watching the process come together each weekend. Now I understood what it took to keep a church running. Teardown. Teardown was another process that we did for a long while. Teardown all the equipment. You knew the service was successful. There wasn't a moment where we wanted to give up. You couldn't give up. All of us were in this together. I remember a couple of times we had to hurry because of bad weather was coming in. Each Sunday was a challenge, but we always conquered that challenge. There wasn't a challenge we couldn't overcome. Watching the process of tearing down a church, it showed all of us how thankful we were to get to do this. That's where we get to do this came from. The phrase came from set up and tear down. We really did get to do this, not knowing that this would one day become a memory, a memory all of us will look back on. YMCA. It was interesting to have a church in the YMCA, but I guess that is what made us unique. Going to the YMCA every weekend, it wasn't just a building, it was a building that was transformed into a church. Who knew that years to come we wouldn't be meeting at the YMCA? The YMCA was like a symbol of the beginning, and, and then their own building was the ending. The ending to a new beginning. Looking back on fond memories, you will never forget where it all started. Just a group of people meeting up each Saturday to serve an awesome God, then to tear down Sunday to do the process all over again. Never forgetting how good it felt to help each, each Saturday and Sunday. A feeling you can't explain, but you know you felt good at the end of the day, knowing you made a difference and you did what you were set out to do. Lit with candles. There was a particular Sunday we had no power. We only had candles. The microphones worked though. That meant God still wanted us to hear the message. This Sunday service reminded me of a time where I would sit around the fire and tell stories. This service felt more intimate with God. There were no lights, no screens with words on it or a person. It was just our pastor, the Bible, and us. We could hear we could hear what we felt God's presence. You know he was there. Nothing could match this feeling. It's a feeling I wouldn't forget. I felt closer to God this Sunday than I did in any other Sunday. I understood the word that the word that was being spoken and I understood why what I was being taught. I wish I could go back to this moment in time. It was one of those moments I always enjoyed and loved. In today's world, it's really hard to be in a space where it can be just us and God. There are so many distractions that that don't help us to stay focused on the Word of God. There isn't a quiet room in the house. The best you can do to be closer to God is to wait for everyone to go to bed. Then you can read the Bible and listen to what He's saying to you. He does speak. You just have to listen carefully. It's the best experience to have when I need His advice. Power out. When we were in the YMCA, we did have a lot of power outages. I felt like every time that happened, that was God's way to show us He was there with us. He showed us that He was more important than being frustrated that everything seemed to fail. Every time I was in His presence, I felt a calmness and a wholeness, and anything in that moment that was bothering me, it all seemed to disappear. I was just happy to be in His presence, to have Him be there for me, to understand me. It didn't matter how bad something had to be for me to not love Him. I think in those moments, when the power did go out, he was showing us to trust him and he will lead the way. He is the only one who is perfect. None of the equipment or, the, or how things are made would outdo him. We get so caught up in technology, then get upset when it doesn't work. But should we focus on that? God gives us signals to direct us back to him. And that's why 
we had a lot of power outages. Same Bible, different church. Gateway Church was unique. The same Bible, different church. What this meant was anyone could come here. There was no criticism or judgment here. The billboard had a guy with his arm covered in tattoos, and he was holding a Bible. This was symbolic because this represented a church that accepted everyone. Also, at this church, you could wear a t-shirt, jeans, and flip-flops. It didn't matter what you wore. Even till today, this church still stands by what they are known for. Most churches, as they evolve and grow, they leave what they are known for. They try to be part of a society. They try to be different. They go so far that they start to lose value. They start to lose what they made them known in the first place. I get that things do change and you have to evolve with change, but you don't want to go so far that you can't be recognized anymore. about money or how many people come each Sunday. This should be about God and that God should be put first. All of us forget to put God first, but when we do, the results show. Baptism. After I was abused by someone I wasn't related to, I felt a calling to get baptized to wa- to wash the sin away. I felt like for years that it was my fault, that, that God would never forgive me. I struggled with guilt. It was hard to be in relationships, to be around anyone. I was standoffish, I made mistakes, I still make mistakes, but that day when I decided to get baptized, I felt whole and clean. God got me through this because I never once thought I would get through this. This day made me realize that God accepts you for who you are. It doesn't matter how much guilt you have. He loves you just the same. You will owe people an apology. You will get hurt. You will hurt others even if it wasn't your intention. But learning to forgive yourself and others, God still loves you the same. He will never turn his back on you. He will never let you go. He will never let you walk by yourself. After having your sins being washed away, you feel a sense of relief. Doing this baptism in front of everyone, it was nerve-wracking, but it was something I needed to do to show myself that I wasn't alone, that I am not a mistake, that all the skill I had throughout the years, now I can release it and put it in God's hands. Elementary school. Leaving the YMCA then going to elementary school, I wasn't too happy about it. Not because I wasn't happy for Gateway Church, I was happy for them. It was hard to let go of the past, of the good memories. I felt attached to the YMCA. It was hard to believe that this was the next step for Gateway Church. I will admit, stepping into change can be scary. You never know what is in store for you. But I realized why should I be scared. I have God Almighty beside me. He always leads the way. I just need to follow. I do wander off my path. I do get lost, but I will come back. We shouldn't be scared of change. If we have God walking with us, the elementary school did have memories as well. It just seemed time went by so quickly. Could we ever pause on time? Looking back now, you realize why everything went through like it did. Own building. We're reaching the end being in the elementary school. The last two years, they were building the new building, the new meeting place. Between hurricanes, evacuations, the project was finally done. Three years later, I went to the new building that was now owned by Gateway Church. It was officially ready to move into at the end of 2017. During that time, my dad's father, which was my grandfather, he got sick. 2017-2018 was my senior year at New Hampstead High School. I was still enrolled at Point University, finishing my last year of high school and college, while I was taking care of my grandfather. My grandfather passed away August 23, 2019. Matt reached out. Matt Hearn reached out to me 
the day he passed away. He told me if I needed anything that he was there for me. And that meant a lot to me. Easter Sunday of 2021, I was at Gateway Church. It was the first time in three years I went to Gateway Church in person. The last three years, I have watched the services from Gateway Church online. Then being in the building they owned was hard, but I was very proud of how far this church has come. Four years. The last four years, I wasn't sure if I would be able to step back in Gateway Church. It wasn't because of Gateway. I was going through a lot with family, and I didn't know how I would be able to get back after so many years had passed. Then I realized I needed that time with my family. The time I lost was due to a family matter and learning to find myself. Losing someone and grieving, there's no timeline. There's no way to grieve. Everyone grieves in their own way. During that time, I didn't feel ready to be around anyone. I didn't feel ready to be seen. Then when I was ready, I had so many other things I had to go through. God does understand when we need time to ourselves. He understands when we aren't ready. He understands when we are grieving, when we are sad, and when we try to piece ourselves back together. Never once did he think he didn't understand us, because he does. He gave us emotions for a reason. He gave us life, but he also taught us lessons during this time. Sometimes the hardest things you go through are the most the most things you need, because this time you are learning about yourself and the lessons that you need to learn and that God has provided for you. No air condition. There were several times at the YMCA we had no air condition. They would bring out these two big fans, but no no one complained. During those moments, God showed us that man-made things don't last. Complain about something that is so small, it won't change anything. There will be inconveniences. Be thankful for what you have, that, that there is more important things to be happy about. You don't have, and if you don't have things you don't want, you shouldn't be upset about it. Things that are man-made will have to be fixed or replaced. The only things that last forever is God's love and protection. Don't be afraid to talk about God. Don't be afraid to show that you're a Christian. Don't be afraid to admit that you were wrong. When something doesn't go your way, instead of complaining or being mad about it, Try something different. Sometimes sometimes God puts us on different roads because he saw something he didn't want us to see. He heard conversations about you that he didn't want you to hear. People come into your life for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. 13. Why should I be mad at God? God didn't cause this. The devil did. Why blame God? God isn't the one who puts you in these situations that you're in. He didn't cause all these bad things. The devil is the one who m- manipulated you. He is the one who caused all this destruction. He wants to be like God, but he has failed every time. Being sexually and physically abused by someone who I wasn't related to, I never once blamed God. God helped me through all of this. He showed me the way to break the chains and why, and why should I blame the one who helped me. I do have a hard time being around older men. Not every guy is bad or has bad intentions, but after you are abused, you become very protective of yourself and the people you let in. The first event happened two weeks before I was 13, before my 13th birthday. Two years ago, back in 2020, I was knocked unconscious. I was hit by a door by another person I wasn't related to. Some of my past has been erased. When I was unconscious, I saw this bright light in God's face. I also saw my grandfather's face because six months before he passed away. God let this happen to show everyone in that room that he is real and that miracles can happen. 
The miracle happened that day. A lot of people thought I died. I was cold to the touch and I had no pulse, but somehow 30 minutes later, I came back to it. I have a dent on my forehead and when I come back, and when I came back to it, I couldn't see, hear, move, or talk. I knew God wasn't to blame. God always had and always will have good intentions. January 29th. The weekend after my birthday, Matt Hearn passed away. I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to go to his funeral, but I was sick with COVID. I had the original strain. I left a message on his obituary. I decided to pay tribute to Gateway Church on the Sunday of Easter in 2021. Their service was amazing, but I did cry. Part of it was because my spirit was moved. It always has been moved every time I would go to Gateway Church, but this Sunday had another reason. We just lost our senior pastor, and you could feel the whole church grieve. The service was more of a grievance than a service. You could feel Matt's presence. Then a few months later, we lost another person who was part of Gateway Church. Last year was a tough year for Gateway family. Gateway Church was a family, not a congregation. First person told. My friend was the first person I told about my abuse. His summer spoke to my heart. The summer was talking about what I went through and how God loves us all and that no matter what I'm going through, he would never leave. I felt a calling to tell him what happened. I felt comfortable enough to tell him what happened. This isn't an easy topic to talk about. It may take years to open up. Nothing like this should happen. When you find the time to be comfortable and speak out about something that bothers you to someone that you trust, you realize why this person was put into your life. Everyone that comes into your life has a purpose. Some are to teach a lesson, to stand with you for the test of time, or to show you what you are missing. Each person has a reason why they come into your life. It isn't fun losing people who you thought were your people, but sometimes having these people leave, it makes you realize why each person comes into your life. Show the world. Last year, Sam Martin became the senior pastor of Gateway Church. He was put into a difficult position. He lost a friend, but he also lost a mentor and a boss. He was going through another scary event with his family. He really has done an awesome job being the senior pastor and guiding the church. Being under that amount of pressure, he wanted to disappear, but he knew that Gateway Church needed him. This was a challenge that God gave him, and he accepted it. He conquered that challenge that God gave him. God does throw challenges at us to show us our strengths and weaknesses. He isn't doing this to be mean. He's doing it to help us, to get us ready for our next journey. He showed the world to us, the good and bad. Now it's up to us how we want to proceed with it. A follower of God isn't a person with all the answers. A follower of God is a person who knows the way and they show the way to all of the other followers. This person has been put into the same situation you are in right now. Instead of letting you go through it alone, they walk beside you and show you the way.